Welcome to another episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. My name is Joey Mills, and we have got a special bonus episode for you this week. If you're following us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at PGTC podcast, you probably saw us call for questions. Uh, We had an interview scheduled this week with Brickmasters Amy Corbett and Jamie Burrard from Lego Masters. Uh, talking about season two, and we were asking for your questions for the Lego Masters, the Lego Master judges. And what we've got here is that interview uh, answering your questions regarding Lego Masters season two specifically. Uh, we talk a little bit about what may or may not come down the, the pike in future seasons. All of that and a whole lot more. Take a listen. All right. I want to welcome both of you, first of all, and thank you for being here. We are finally at the season two finale of Lego Masters. It has felt like a long season for a number of reasons, and I'm sure even more so for you guys. Um, So I want to thank you guys, first of all, again, for taking time out of your day uh, to talk to us here at the end of the season. Um, I know our listeners and followers on social media are big fans of the show. So what we have done is asked some of them to submit their questions for you. So if that's okay with you, we will try to get through as many of those as we can in our time. Of course. Brilliant. All right. Well, let's get to it then. Uh, First up, we have, what was it like filming this season during a pandemic? (laughs) How was it different from season one? What impact did it have on you uh, personally, on the show itself, the production overall? Kind of kind of talk us through um, season two and the major differences from season one. I think for, for me that it's strange because season one was everything was new. So we were meeting all new people. We were totally out of our elements trying to learn this thing called TV. <laughs> and so there were a lot of, uh, a lot of just new, new things to ch- uh, new challenges for sure. Uh, so that was probably our challenge with season one where season two, of course we had a pandemic and yet there were a lot of familiar faces to help guide us through it. And so as Which much was lucky as- considering we couldn't see half their faces <laughs> under the mask. <laughs> but I but I would say that as a starting point to just have that connection with people can help tremendously when you're trying to get through a challenge especially like a pandemic. But in general, most of the hard work was done by everybody else to protect us and the builders and will to make this special protected space. And we are so grateful for that. But real, really, everybody had you know, the mask, they had the face guard, they had the, the goggles. Uh, everybody's getting tested regularly as we are also getting yeah. tested. But it's just, there's a lot of practical things about you know, the distancing, the making sure the brick stock is replenished and safe and making sure we're comfortable and safe. And yet for us, we really got to spend most of our time focusing on the builders, yeah. the builds, the content of the show, because everybody else was working so hard to make that little bubble for us. And what was especially nice is just when the, everybody who's constantly masked and and we're out there without a mask because we're on TV to have someone there's particularly one person that comes to mind to come by and just say, your smile every day makes me so happy because otherwise the whole crew is surrounded by, you know, anonymous faces, (laughs) so to speak. So just the fact that we are in that bubble also really inspired the crew and energized them because it was a a place to escape to that. They really looked forward to this getting on the air. So that way everybody could see this. And I think we could have, like, we knew from season one that people enjoyed it so much because it was an escape from the pandemic. It was an escape with a family. It was a way that you could just switch off and kind of just step away for four to five minutes for an hour of what was happening. So we really wanted to bring that to season two, which is why on camera, we wanted to be still close together, 
without a mask, not have these, not have perspex between us and the builders. And I think we're so thankful for the crew for allowing that. And I think it makes for still is a nice relief watching the show. And you can just have this happy moment watching it yeah. instead of thinking, oh, we're in a pandemic. This has certainly been an emotional season um, right from the start. How much do you attribute that to the relationships you've established with the builders, with everything that's going on around production this season and just being tired at the end of a long day? What, where does that come from for you guys? I mean, I think, of course, our primary function on the show, at least what you see, is as judges. But I think Jamie and I like to think of ourselves as coaches for the teams as well. And we're honestly rooting for all of the teams to do their very best. And we push them sometimes or give them hard critiques just to make them better. And of course, in doing that and checking in with them as often as we do, we get to know them and we know how much it means to them mm -hmm. to be in the show as well. So I think saying goodbye to any of them or, or seeing people not have their best week mm -hmm. or feeling like they're not proud of what they've achieved um, is, is really hard. Yeah, I mean, it, I can't speak enough about the closeness of the cast. I mean, if you ask any of them, everybody else is almost like a best friend to them. So, you know, whenever you have to have moments where your best friends are having difficulties or they have a personal tragedy in their life, it's felt by the whole room. Um, and I think that's what's really special about the show is it's not a traditional competition show where everybody's trying to, you know, get ahead and, you know, undercut their opponents. I think this is one where people are gen genuinely just floored by the creativity and the passion of everybody yeah. in the room. And you can't help but get caught up in that. So when someone needs to go home or they have that moment of weakness, everybody feels it. What surprised you the most this season, either in a positive way, uh, a, a, an issue that you've encountered and had to overcome? What were the surprises on season two for you? I think what, I mean, not a surprise, but I was just amazed by how incredible the cast of builders were and how talented everyone was. Of course, we'd seen their work beforehand and when they came on the, before they came on the show, but I think the way people rose up and took on every challenge, no matter how crazy it was and the end result of the builds they created, it was so tough mm. for Jamie. And I cannot stress more. It was so tough every single week. We were just talking before this about how we were literally splitting hairs mm -hmm. on some of the builds being like, look at that tiny detail. They failed on this because the standard was just so incredible. And we were sending people home mm -hmm. on good builds because yeah. people were doing good builds every time. Yeah. And when the caliber is that high, they are aware of it and they're looking around the room mm -hmm. and you can see them getting better, seeing mm -hmm. what other yeah. people are doing. So we already came in slightly intimidated that, you know, how are any of these people not going to be the winners? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, So then to see them where they, they know they're good at uh, sculpting and now they're trying functions or they know they're good at aesthetics, but their models fall apart. And they're each week working on improving those because they know there are challenges on the way that are probably going to be challenging them. So they're aware of everything in the room. So for me, a surprise was just how well-rounded the teams, especially in the mm -hmm. final how they, they really became amazing at so many things where they came in with a particular thing they were proud of or particularly good at. But I just love how open everybody was to, to grow in this competition. Do you feel that from season one to season two that the bar has been set higher even on those introductory builds? And if so, how does that translate going forward? Should we get a third season? Is the bar risen, raised even higher? I mean, of course, season one was new for everyone. Mm -hmm. Our builders in season one were absolutely incredible, but I don't think anyone knew what they were in <laughs> for that season. Us either. So I think everyone was learning in that. 
And and of course, our season two builders watched season one and learned from it and grew and practiced and trained and, and got even better. So I think I'm sure all the time we're going to be upping the bar because people are constantly competing with themselves mm-hmm. and what they've seen. And also they want to do something differently because they know we don't want to see the same builds that we've seen before. So it's the challenge of like trying to do something new and different. And I think that's what was special is that because they had the advantage of knowing how the show worked Mm -hmm. to see them genuinely floored when we did a fashion challenge, people almost squealed. They're like, this is totally new. We've never seen this before, but we're excited by it. Mm -hmm. I think that's totally the right approach that I hope all of our teams coming into the show have where you can prepare for some things and anticipate certain things. But to keep that open-minded to what could they possibly throw at us and be excited by it, those are the people we want on the show. And that's what I look forward to in future seasons. What were some of your favorite challenges this season and why? Uh, I think we both are aligned on the fashion challenge really standing out this season that it was just such a, a celebration for all of the teams. Like everybody was in it high-fiving each other. You felt the energy in the room. You know, it was just great because it was just openly creative. It was just fun. And it was a bit of a performance. Uh, It was nice to see, you know, builders that you really respect strutting their stuff, you know, going down the runways, let loose. It was just really fun. Yeah. And we got to see a little bit more of their personality, I think. Before then, we had been very much the judges and people were very like prim and proper beside us and then they kind of let loose and we're like wow <laughs> that's not what I expected yeah um but I think also the last last week's episode the castle challenge for me was was really fun but also really surprising for us we have seen so many castles in our time because castles are such a classic thing to build with lego mm-hmm. I know a lot of fans have been wanting a castle challenge but I think the way we reinvented it yeah. with adding that strength element so unexpected. And I think the the teams actually blew us away Mm -hmm. with how well they did in that challenge, because even we didn't know that in that amount of time and with those constraints, the Lego brick was capable of of those fantastic builds with so much story and aesthetics Mm -hmm. as well. It was much more than just a technical challenge. And honestly, to see a team like Zach and Wayne that they had all these connection points and they chose not to use all of them. Mm -hmm. It still had the longest bottle coming off the wall. That's just impressive. It was incredible. Very good. Well, folks are certainly excited for the season two finale, but I'll be honest, there's a small community that's really wanting the next season, wants to know what's next, how to go forward. Uh, What challenges or what types of challenges have you not done so far on the U.S. version of Lego Masters that you would like to see attempted in future seasons? Oh, we never want to give away the secrets of the ones that are coming. But I think we learned a lot from the Mm -hmm. challenges in the last two seasons um, that we can go from. I think we weren't sure if we could ever get a fashion challenge to really work. Mm -hmm. And and it was one of our favorites. So I think that's opened the door for like having Lego builds in a very unexpected way. Um, And there's also some challenges that I would love to see again, like the storybook challenge from Mm -hmm. season one. I think there's some challenges maybe we can keep bringing back, having the kids in there and the imagination. Mm -hmm. So I think we're learning and we had a lot of ideas as we were going along of what would be cool. And we've actually got some challenges all, all the way back to season one that we've tried that we haven't quite cracked Mm -hmm. yet. So we're not giving up on them. It's just a matter of getting it just right. And one of those was the fashion challenge where we wanted it for season one. We were all lined up to do it. Just, just couldn't get it right. And I think that uh, that's something that you can look forward to is that 
when we have a good mix of these strength challenges, we have these creative challenges, these story story challenges, that's probably where we're going to be going in the future is that blend of things to really bring out the strengths in mm-hmm. everybody and also to remind everybody how full their skill set needs yeah. to be in order to become Lego masters. You can't just be a one-trick pony. You kind of have to make sure that yeah. you've got the full package. If you were given carte blanche to make changes to the show, what would you add? What would you tweak? How would you shape the show going forward? More costumes for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say we had so much fun with that castle challenge, getting dressed up. It's ridiculous that they put me in all that armor, but I loved it. So I just as an aside, I thought there was something fun there. Uh, you know, I think I think that's that's true. I think <laughs> we have a lot of fun. I think we're, we're anything that like kind of breaks that like judge contestant. I'm on a building competition. I got to do my mm-hmm. best. Is just makes everything a lot more fun. And actually, I think the builders do their best. So I I love that. Of course, we need more dad jokes from Will, right? <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I don't know, actually, I'm really happy with the the way season two, two has gone. I think we learned a lot from season one. Mm-hmm. Um, we also, Jamie and I were also learning a lot about how to, you know, communicate on TV as mm-hmm. judges. So I think we're, we're super excited. And of course, whenever we watch it, there's always little things we would change. But overall, I think super happy with it. Yeah, I, mean, I think the best thing is probably that relationship with the builders. I think season two, we, we really had... Uh, moments where they were excited when mm-hmm. we came in the room, like, what are the judges going to think? And it's weird when this is normally like judges, you're like, oh, all nervous. Um, but I think that definitely this season, we, we we really had a wonderful connection with the builders. And that's what I hope going forward, yeah. we could definitely further that. Uh, so that way, you know, it's a competition show, but there's no reason that it has to be super high stress. Uh, mm-hmm. And you definitely want to leave with a good experience and know why you went home. Yeah. And I think it's those words that we use are so meaningful, not only to the builders in the room, but everybody at home that's watching. So that way it makes sense when you see really talented people have to go home to, to give some sort of uh, reason for it. I think it at least, okay, they're still talented, but I understand why now. What do you think about 12 hour episodes, Jamie? So you really see everything happening in real time. I, I, I don't think we should ever go home. We just stay there 24 hours every episode. Like Lego masters live on a YouTube channel. It's just streaming constantly during the challenges. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, and this last question is a little bit of a departure from our other ones, but this question comes from one of our youngest listeners, Audrey, who is in third grade, and she made me promise to ask this question for her. Uh, she has asked, what Lego sets that you've built or that you've designed have been your favorite so far? Mm. Uh, do you want to start? Or? I need to think. I feel like I always do do, do I always do a different answer or the same? Oh, I know what my answer is now that I'm thinking about it. Is uh, when I was in Lego Friends, I designed a ski lodge that has a little um, minifigure of Amy in it. And it was a fun set to design, but I have to say it's just so nice to to have a little mini doll that re- resembles yourself. So I was really proud of that moment and humbled that the team had added me into the set. Yeah. And I, I have a lot of sets that I'm particularly proud of. Um, and it does change. Like I said, it's hard to pick your mm-hmm. favorite, but I think right now I'm feeling a little bit nostalgic for the uh, assembly square model, which was celebrating the 10 years of the modular buildings. And maybe people don't know this, but when I got hired as a Lego fan, uh, the second model. So in the first year, the second model that I built was a modular building, which then ended up translating into a whole series of buildings. So I was, it was really nice to have that moment to reflect back 
on something that I was particularly proud to be working on, and then to have it celebrated where we have little bits of all the previous buildings that we had done. And the whole team came together. We, we kind of spread it out, different people working on different parts. So I thought that was something really nice about bringing the whole team together. Very good. Well, what should we expect this week in the season finale? Clearly, we're going to be blown away by the builds, but what what should we expect? I, I mean, I think we give the teams open reign on what to build, and you would not believe how difficult that is. Mm-hmm. Then we add the extra layer of wanting something special to happen when the lights go out. Again, super difficult. Um but I think just a little bit more personality in some of the builds as well. I think we really get to see what these three very different and unique teams mm-hmm. can bring to the table because they are really different in their building styles. They're really different in their skills. And when they've shown us their strengths throughout the competition and now this is the time. So it's again, a, a tough, yeah. a tough one. And it's, and it's really a finale of winners. I mean, all the teams yeah. there have won challenges and they are competitive. They, <laughs> <laughs> they have uh, experienced uh, the, the wins and the losses and they want to win this. And as Amy said, they have such different skills mm-hmm. that are wonderful to see. Um, you know, the, it's, it's kind of this ultimate battle of brothers, but yeah. it's also an ultimate battle of, of skills and balance. Mm-hmm. Like who was actually able to rise above what they're known for and show a full version of themselves as a team. So I think you'll see some playful uh, competitiveness. You'll definitely see some mind-blowing models and some real surprises. I mean, having Lego bricks illuminated and showing something new is is not an easy thing to do. But when you see it, you smile and you want to see more of it. So I think people are going to be really happy when they see these these final models. Well, very good. Well, thank you both again for taking the time to talk with us today. The Lego Masters Season 2 finale airs Tuesday, September 14th on Fox. Be sure to check your local listings for the time in your area. You don't want to miss it. You've been here the whole time. Don't turn away now. Uh, We've gotten together at the end of both seasons so far, so hopefully we'll get to do this again next season. Uh, Hopefully we'll get that that order soon. Absolutely. Well, thanks again, guys. We appreciate you guys taking the time today. Thank you so much. All right, I want to thank Brickmaster judges Amy and Jamie one more time. Again, the Lego... Masters Season 2 Finale airs this Tuesday night, September the 14th on Fox. Check your local listings. I know it's 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, uh, but you'll want to check that out. That's that's it for this week. We uh, will get back to our regularly scheduled programming and format at another time, but we uh, wanted to interrupt what we had going on uh, typically and bring you all that special interview with Amy and Jamie. I I know we got a lot of Lego Masters fans who listen and follow us on social media, so uh, thank you for that. Thank you for sending in your questions, and I hope we we got the answers that you were looking for. Uh, Maybe there might have been some surprises in there as well. But that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. Be sure to check back next week for another brand new episode. Until then, be safe, be healthy, be happy. We will talk to you later. See ya. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture podcast network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.